Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. You know, it's Wednesday. And my God. (laughs) My God. Do we have things to talk about? Do we have things to dissect? You know, I'm watching all the stuff that's happening. And um, I'm seeing also what the institutional players are doing. And I'm trying to find some sort of a common ground, some sort of a happy medium somewhere. If there's panic, folks, if there's uh, the type of artificially created panic, now is the time. We have everything from research analysts that work for the Federal Reserve reaching out to Zero Hedge about some article that was written. Excuse me, that was written by some guy who works for Bank of America stating that the Fed has to do quantitative easing, otherwise it's going to face a Lehman-like collapse. We have the markets are reeling, and I think that's going to be the biggest news that I'm going to be breaking down today. And then on top of that, we have the situation that's in China, which is troublesome. We also have a situation in Russia. We have the Maidan reenacting itself in Hong Kong. We have the Maidan reenacting itself in Moscow. And we have it so because it's very interesting to say the least. Very disheartening, actually, and I want to get into that as well. So welcome, welcome, all of you. It is uh, V the Gorilla. You know, thank you all for being on part of the Patreon. Well, things are being retooled. Rogue's getting retooled. I'm going to be in meetings later on today. Um, lots of things going on, folks. Lots of things. Let, let, let's start with, with this. Okay, let, let, let's start with this. This is the highlight of the day. This is going to be the highlight of the week, and probably it's going to drag on for the next two to three weeks. And there's a reasoning for this. We are getting ready for the biggest ramp-up in the history of this financial bubble. A bubble that has been blown since 2008. You see, folks, systemically nothing was fixed in 2008. Nothing was fixed. Nowhere in the Western world. Haven't learned a damn thing. So what we've done is what we do better than any other country in the world or any of the civilization in the world. And that is that we have within our possession the Philosopher's Stone. We have in our possession the very thing that can convert pretty much anything into gold. And what do I mean by that? Or at least what the central bankers think they could. And that is the printing press. That is in the world of the central bank and fractional reserve lending, 
and all the intricate, all the, what is the word I'm looking for? Technologically advanced, creative, financial malarkey like derivatives will ensure that just when you thought the bubble was blown and it couldn't get any bigger, it just gonna, it's about to get increased tenfold, folks. Tenfold. If you peruse the headlines today, the number one word that has emerging right now, and I'm laughing like a, I am giddy like a little boy in a toy store. The number one word repeated over and over and over and over and over again is bloodbath, bloodbath, bloodbath. Oh my God, the street, the crash, the market is crashing, the world's ending. It's all over. Head for the hills. This is it. It's coming apart. Cannot sustain this. And and all the contrarians will be out there. The contrarians. See, I'm a contrarian myself, and most of you that follow me are as well. But we're pragmatic contrarians. We see it for what it is. I have no emotions whether the market is up or down. I have zero emotions. Because I'm not looking at a day-to-day tick. I'm not looking at a week-to-week tick. I am looking at a yearly trend. And I've beaten just about everybody when it comes to that. The Dow's down over 550 points, taking out Monday's lows. The 10-year treasuries have collapsed. Those yields have collapsed below the 1.59 handle. It's incredible to see that the market implied rate has also crapped the bed. And then people are saying, oh my God, like what the heck is going on? It's the end of all things. Uh, what, what happens? What's going on? What do we do? Oh my word. Oh my word. Oh my word. Then we have precious metals. I mean, look at it. Silver, boom, breaks the $17 per ounce barrier. And I looked at that and I said, oh, there's a sign right there. There's a sign right there in the silver market. Dow dumped 550 points as if on cue. I knew it was going to do it. I didn't have time to explain it yesterday, but I knew it was going to do it. And folks, I've said this time and time and time again. The market could lose 5,000 points tomorrow, and it will still be in a bull market. Still be in a bull market. 550 points. Silver just broke $17 an ounce. Silver just broke.
And the question that a lot of people have is, where, where do we go? Where do we go? And um, I'll tell you what's going on. The market pullback is basically the payouts being done right now. The market pullback is basically going to be the biggest setup for a breakthrough. A breakthrough into new height. It is resetting. Folks, what's happening here is this, okay? While everybody's focusing on what's happening in the equities market, people are not watching what's happening in the gold and silver markets. They're not, you see, everybody's forgotten about good old precious metals, right? Everybody's forgotten about good old precious metals. They don't even think about it. They don't even worry themselves about it. They've completely forgotten about it. They, they don't even care no more. Why? Because it's not hot. Precious metals ain't sexy. Precious metals ain't going to give you a 200% return on, on, in, in a month like, like cryptos would do. But I will tell you this. Large institutions are buying it at a fever clip. They're buying it nonstop. They're buying it in such a way that the, it's, very, it's getting harder and harder to get physical. Why are they doing this? They're sidestep. See, they're they're positioning themselves, folks. When you see a turn down in the market like the, what you're seeing right now, they are positioning themselves. So, in other words, they have taken a massive profit with a thousand plus point drop in the market. They've taken hundreds of billions of dollars in profit. And then, with those hundreds of billions of profit, what are they doing? They are buying. Gold, they're buying silver, they're buying Bitcoin, they're buying cryptos. There's 21 cryptos, and I'm sorry, I will get you that list. I have not forgotten. The institutional guys that I deal with will will be giving that to me. I promise you that. For the private clientele, they will have that list of 21, 21 cryptos. I promise you guys that. I know it's been, you know, I've been saying this for quite some time, and <laughs> I'm sorry to drag my feet. I'm still waiting on them. Uh, I don't want to be uh, constantly pestering them. I don't want to annoy these guys because, uh, honestly, I have it good with these guys and don't want to piss anybody off. Don't want to be the annoying guy, you know? Like, hey, who's this guy? You know, I don't want them looking at me because I am a small fry, a small little wheel, in a, a small little cog in this giant wheel that is the institutional side of things. And I don't want to piss them off. I stay on the good side. But I will tell you this, that, that we're seeing a positioning. So when we're seeing a positioning, look at this. What has happened? Let's have a recap events, right? Crypto's on a terror. Crypto's up and down. Gold is pretty much stable, right? Where's the gold price at right now? Let me, let me just quickly take a look here. What's this gold spot price? And wow, look at that. Is that even true? There's just no way. Mother of Pearl. This is right where... See, I haven't gotten a chance to really look at the uh, at the gold price here. And let me just take a look. Let me go to Kitco. Because I've been busy with so many other things. Again, the hot... The 
so-called hot girl in the room right now is cryptos, and that's what everybody wants. Come on, what what is up with my internet here? Gold price, okay, there it is, five bucks. Look at that, my God! Look at gold, folks. Folks, it's at fourteen ninety nine ninety three. $14.99.93. What did I tell you? I, <laughs> I told people you can expect gold to possibly breach 1500 sometime in August. And I told people that, that Bitcoin is going to blow past fourteen to 15000 on its way towards the end of the month to possibly twenty to $30,000. And we're going to probably end the year... Of December, somewhere between thirty to forty thousand dollars. Bitcoin, gold will be around seventeen hundred. Silver will be anywhere between eighteen to nineteen, possibly even breach twenty dollars by the end of the year. Okay, by the end of the year. So, what does that all mean? In order to do that, in order for those numbers to happen, what happens? There's going to be profit has to be taken from somewhere and put somewhere. Liquidity, or imaginary liquidity, as we like to call it, but liquidity nonetheless, imaginary or not has to be taken from somewhere and then put somewhere, right? It's going to be taken from the equities market and then put into the commodities, put into alternative asset classes. And that's exactly what you're seeing. And if you notice, folks, all this is happening, you know, you know, what, two weeks ago we had um, Jay Powell come out. Powell was out and he was like, you know, giving like a 25-point uh, rate cut. And then what happens? Trump renews his attack on Jay Powell, saying that, saying that I, I was right. The Fed must cut rates even bigger and faster. The ink on the Fed's latest rate cut in the first decade still hasn't even dried, and here comes a president demanding more. And here's Donald Trump's tweet. He said, three more central banks cut rates. Our problem is not China. We are stronger than ever. Money is pouring into the U.S. while China is losing companies by the thousands to other countries and their currencies under siege. Our problem is a Federal Reserve that is too proud to admit their mistake of acting too fast and tightening too much. And that I was right. They must cut rates bigger and faster and stop their ridiculous quantitative tightening now. Yield curve is too Wide a margin and no inflation. Incompetence is a terrible thing to watch, especially when things can be taken care of so easily. We will win anyway, but it would be much easier if the Fed understood, which they don't, that we are competing against countries, all of whom want to do well at our expense. You know, he's right when he says that. You know, there are those who, who, who would take what Trump says and doesn't he know the market is fake? Doesn't he know the Fed is wrong? Doesn't he know this is dangerous to encourage this, this blowing of the bubble? Folks, let me explain something to you in the real dog sense of things, right? We are living in the world that, world that if you're a dogmatic person, you like to stick to your dogma. You like to stick to your guns. You are some, some diehard Austrian economics guy. And, and I am too. I am one of those Austrian economics type fellows, right? So... But the point of the matter is you cannot, you have to be pragmatic. You are living in a world where, look, back in 2009, I penned the, I coined the term, which was later attributed to some Brazilian economists. The word is called currency wars. I wrote a white paper on it back in 2009. Currency wars. 
And one of the things to the, about currency wars, folks, is that it is a race to the bottom. It is also the bubble war, okay? It is a race to inflate as much bubbles. Why? Bubbles in the modern... I, I'm going to try to make this, and I know you guys are going to grasp this, but I'm going to say it as simply as possible. Bubbles are, if you don't have real assets, if you, I mean, we're no longer on the gold standard. We're no longer, nothing's backing up our currency except sheer terror of the U.S. military. That's the only thing that backs up the U.S. dollar. And that terror and that fear and that power is something that is uh, waning uh, as of date, right, as of recently. And if you've got nothing backing your dollar except perception, except perception, and we are playing a confidence game here. We're playing a confidence game of chicken. We are going up against China. Yes, they're a big currency manipulator. Yes, they blow bubbles. Absolutely. But we're the biggest bubble blower in the world. Nobody blows bubbles bigger than us. Okay, I remember it was the uh, the former or the current uh, chairman of the Bank of England who's, who once said that we have blown the greatest asset bubble in human history. And he's absolutely correct. But the, So the, is the asset bubble a useless thing? For those who are ardent, dogmatic, you know, salt-of-the-earth economists and those who believe in true markets and, and mark-to-market and all these things, which all these things I, I believe in myself and I wholeheartedly believe it, will say, no, ah, bubbles are good for nothing. But bubbles are good for one thing. And that one thing is creating a phantom wealth effect that would allow you to procure real wealth and real assets. It benefits the bubble blowers. If you're a partaker in the bubble machine, you're going to benefit from the bubbles. You can take the bubbles and the profits you've gotten from the bubbles and then roll it right into actual physical assets. You could roll it in. You could take, what do I mean by that? If you were sitting in the silver market and it had a $2 move, oh my God, you're, you're elated. But if you had a 1,000 point move in the Dow upwards, you've, I mean, if, you, if you've been in the market since, you know, since the Dow was 15,000 about three, four years ago, when I was telling everybody it's going to blow past 25 on the way to 29 and we're still heading there, you've made a killing. You're doing quite well for yourself right now. You're a happy as a pig in poop. You really are. Okay? You're happy. You're going to take whatever profit you can, you, and guess what you can do with it? You can take that profit, pay your taxes on it, your capital gains and whatnot, go out and get yourself an investment property. Go get yourself a multifamily unit. That's what you can do. There's so many ways you can go get cryptos. You can go into alternative asset classes. You can start a business. It, the bubble works. Do, you, do I hate the bubble? Yes. Do I think the bubble's fake? Yes. Do I think the bubble's going to pop one day? Absolutely. But right now, you got to be pragmatic about it. You got to look at the bubble and be like, yes, it's a bubble. I see it for what it is. I'm going to take advantage of it. It's a, why would you not want to get paid? Why would you not want to get, why do you hate? Look, folks, one of the things that people have to overcome is their fear of success. People need to overcome their fear of success. People need to overcome their fear of money. Don't love money. But you should really like what it can do for you and your family. Don't love money, but you should really appreciate the doors and the opportunities that it creates. Don't worship money, but be thankful that you can live comfortable with it. That's what you need to do. 
have that balanced viewpoint. Think about it. So what do you think the Fed's going to do? Look, the Fed, there's so much pressure on the Fed right now. They are guaranteed. Guaranteed. We're going to have QE4, baby. QE4, followed by a massive 50-point rate cut. It is a race to the bottom. And we are the slowest car on the track. Okay, it's a race to the bottom, and we're the slowest car on the track. If you get the stupid bubble machine going, guess what? You get the bubble machine going, you could also get the infrastructure rebuilding program that you want. You get the bubble machine going, you could take some wealth and some bubbles and some some liquidity out of there, and then go ahead and invest it in, in, in all sorts of business development. You make it easier for business. It is a phantom wealth effect. Though it is phantom, though it's not based on any sort of hard economic metrics that the Von Mises people would always like to argue about, and I, and I agree with them wholeheartedly, nonetheless, it does fuel temporarily a phantom wealth effect that allows businesses to thrive. That being said, that being said, what also what it allows for it to do is to make money or easy money or cheap money easier to acquire. In other words, baby, the the the, the casino is on full tilt. It's on full tilt I'm telling you right now direct intervention of the Fed is guaranteed at this point why because we're about to head into, I, I, I said this so many times. I've said that I think the only guy that detailed it out for me on a, on a, on a, on a fundamental level, Dex details it on a technical level. The only guy that, that details it with me on a fundamentals level is Charles Hugh Smith. And I love Charles. And Charles and I have both said, hey, guess what? Get, we're going to head into a world where you're going to have stock prices are going to be going through the roof. The, 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 equity, the stock market is going to be roaring like it's never roared before. The crypto markets are going to be exploding. Gold is going to be going through the roof. Silver is going to be going through the roof. Commodities are going to be, prices are going to be going through the roof. Everything is going to be a move. Why? Because when you create a bubble, folks, the liquidity that's, that's gushing out from the sides of this bubble machine is going to raise all the boats. Everything's going to get, get raised. Let me explain something to you, right? The bubble doesn't benefit average Joe Blow on the street who's got like 50 bucks in his bank account. You know, obviously, it doesn't benefit him, and it doesn't benefit most of the, uh, most of the American middle class. But it's going to benefit those who are producers. It's going to benefit those who are the institutions and corporations who have the money, to, who have the power to create the needed money velocity, which can trickle down into the street that does benefit Joe Blow at the end. It's going to fail. Oh, yeah, it's going to fail. And I, it's going to kill the dollar. It's going to kill the dollar. It's going to crush the dollar. And watch the dollar index be at damn near par while this whole entire thing happens. It's going to be the craziest times that we're living in. 
Nothing's going to make sense. Everybody arguing about crashes and look at this wave and look at that wave and look at the long-term trend. They don't get it, man. The market has completely detached itself from reality. So what, what am I saying? So what are you saying, V? What are you saying? We are looking at a possible... There's, if, we, if the Fed drops the rate by 50 basis points, not 25, if they cut it by 50 basis points, get it into the territory of zero and or NERP, negative interest rate, which is what they want to do, right? Which is what they want to do. They're talking about it. Remember Stanley Fisher? Remember what he said? NERP. NERP. It's a reality. So if they ever get NERP going, or they drop it to 0% and then do quantitative easing, pedal to the metal, you're going to look at a 50,000 point Dow. You're going to look at a possibility of a 50,000 point Dow and a 10-year bull market before the whole damn thing overheats and implodes. And I'm hoping that by then we actually have a physical economy built up from all the bubble making so we could absorb some of the impacts and undulations that would occur when the bubble does pop. If we don't have a physical economy built up when the, by the time the bubble pops, then we are absolutely screwed. It's going to be painful for most people. It's not going to be Mad Max or end of the world. It's just going to be a painful transition. But that's the reality we're looking at. 50,000 point down is going to be a reality. It's going to be insane. But it makes perfect sense. 50,000 point down. $20,000 Litecoin. $400,000 Bitcoin. $20,000 gold. $5,000 silver. My God. What a reality. And if you're positioned, you're going to take place of it as well. Because when the bubble does pop, it's it's basically for those who are well positioned, and you could be you could be quote unquote well positioned. You could be one of those people. You're talking about the biggest payday in human history. The largest transfer of wealth, and I've said this over and over and over again, I'm going to keep beating it to everybody's head, the largest transfer of wealth in human history is about to take place. Do you want to get paid? It's that simple. It's that simple. Market malarkey. Market chaos. (laughs) Look at it and smile. Because fortunes are being made. People are taking profit. People are getting positioned. There's a great confluence and consolidation that is occurring right now. And we are off to the races. Buckle up your seatbelts. Batten down the hatches. Here we go, folks. Dow 29,000. Possibly Dow 50,000. Five to ten year bull market. Massive rise in asset prices. Gold smashing records, silver through the roof, Bitcoin unstoppable, Litecoin on fire. Get ready. This is the gorilla over and out.